listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up, guys? It's episode 62 of The Regular Show. Uh, back with me is special guest Brendan Boyer. Hey, guys. I'm a special guest. You, you don't hear from me often. It's Brendan. And uh, because it's episode 62, we're going to do our top 10 favorite songs from 1972. Yes, definitely. Good reasoning. Thank you. Yeah, that was the plan all along. Definitely not a coincidence. Um, I'll tell you, man, it's been it's been a fun year, great year for music. Uh, one of my personal favorite '70s years. Yes, yes, big big number of of good shit we hear on the radio all the time coming from this year. But uh, you know, some of the some of the worst, uh, my least favorite songs as well. Oh yeah! Ooh, jumping right on in, yeah. But well, no, 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 not yet. Not right yet. now, <laughs> I just I wanted to make the um, statement because it's funny how, as good of a year this was, there was a lot of shitty songs to come out as well. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, a lot of songs I'm indifferent to, and a thick list of least favorite songs. Let me uh, tell you. Oh yeah, it's funny because as much as I shit on music, I really do look forward to your critique of the songs you don't like. Um. You know, 72 uh, was a great, great year. Um, that's it. Anyways, that's it. Yeah, that's all really i got to say about man, that. Piss, man. Yeah, a lot of great movies. Uh, Deep Throat came out in 1972. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what that's about, right? Groundbreaking practices and ethics. That's right. No, the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, no. We're sarcastic on the show. We like to have fun. But, uh... Yeah, if you, if you guys don't know what Deep Throat is, uh, go look it up. Yeah, unless you're under 18, then don't go look it up. But, um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, big big year for porn. Uh, big year for porn. Big year. That's big when the mustache was invented, am I right? Yes. That's right. That's right. We didn't have mustaches before 1972. That's right. The 70s was invented in 72. You can tell by the album covers of most of the uh, albums. Oh, yes. Even the women had mustaches. Well, yes, yes. They they had to, uh, as evidenced by anything Dr. Hook put out, uh, which contains no women, but uh, they, they have hair that would make you question otherwise. Alrighty. Alrighty. Um, you know, outside of Deep Throat, there's really only one movie that I think that you and I want to talk about, uh, that came out in 1972. Sure. So, so let's just get to it. Oh, uh. The God. The Godfather. Fa- finger Father, yes. yes. The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know who's in that movie, Brennan? Who's in that movie? James Caan. Oh, oh, who are yeah, Marlon Brando. Hey guys, it's me, Marlon Brando. Hey, nice to Di- meet you. Diane Keaton. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah, man, Al Pacino, man. <laughs> and uh, 
It's definitely the best movie um, made in the 70s about gangsters and yeah. the mafia. And believe us, there was quite a few of those in the 70s. Well, there's The Godfather Part Two, which, uh, you know, a lot of people say it was better, but uh, I don't well, know. Well, you know, I think we can all agree, not as good as Part Three. That's right. you know, people are coming right now to kick your ass. Alrighty, um, but yeah, if if you haven't seen The Godfather, it's a great five um, day film. Oh yeah, yeah, as, it takes about five days to watch it, and uh, you know, as uh, as we get into these earlier and earlier years, you got there. horses, heads in beds, guys kissing guys. This movie's got everything. I mean, that pretty much is all you need. Marlon Brando eating oranges. <laughs> well, shit. And a bunch of uh, guys speaking a different language. These are all things I didn't know that I needed in a movie. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was... I couldn't even understand what they were saying. Man, they were talking so fast, you know? It was yeah. crazy. That's the Family Guy reference, man. Oh, shit. What, was he saying that when they are in the uh, cellar yeah. with the flooding? Yeah. Uh, I did not like The Godfather. It insists upon itself. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So, um, you know, I just love The Godfather. We we bought the movies on uh, Black Friday a couple years back for 10 bucks, all three of them. Oh, yeah. Great deal. Um, anyways, you know, that's, that's enough positive talk for the next few minutes. Uh, Brennan, I want to hear all about the songs that you shit on. I have quite a few of them, so I'm going to try to get through them pretty quick. Ah, uh, take your time. So first, first we'll get a hot one, Rockin' Robin by Mike Jackson. Uh, kid Mike Jackson, mind you. Uh, one of the worst uh, forms. No, okay, but uh, anyway, this song was uh, introduced to me in pre-elementary school. Um, in those textbooks where they'd have kid-oriented songs that were just about the most light-hearted material and sounds that you could imagine. Uh, and Rockin' Robin was among it. I don't like the fact that Rockin' Robin is even pushed as an actual song. It's not an actual song, it's a, it's, it's a kid's song, and I, I will never observe its, uh, reality. Man, imagine if they, like, crazy-frogged Rockin' Robin or, uh, made it, like, a modern thing. Man, that I it belongs happening, and I don't want to see it, but that's its destiny, and I would accept if it, that's its destiny. Oh, boy. Um, um, if you guys have seen The Office, you'll know Rockin' Robin from Andy's ringtone when Jim hides his phone in the middle of the wall, and he uh, gets so mad that he punches a hole through the wall and gets sent to anger management. One of the funniest scenes in the entire series. Yes. <laughs> but anyways. That's that's the, the the positive spin on Rock and Robin. It was on the uh, that is good. Uh good episode. Um School's Out by Alice Cooper next. Uh and it's a fine song. It's Speaking okay. Of the office. Hey, oh ah shit, a little a little bit of info I don't know. lay it on me. Because Alice Cooper is just Steve Carell after smoking one marijuana, remember? Ah, shit, you got me. That is that is it. That's true. Um, school's out, you know, every year in school. The elementary one. Uh, at the end of the year, they'd play this over the speakers where, you know, you'd hear the announcements and stuff. Really? At least a good, a good two or three years. They never fucking uh, did that when I was in school. 
Well, it you know they they really were trying to cater to a certain vibe. I I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say you were living inside of a film. Well, why? Yes, that's also true. Sometimes, uh, don't we all feel that? Um, school's out. You know, he says no more teachers, no more pencils, and it's like I don't know. I like my teachers, and pencils have done a lot for me. You know, show some appreciation for office supplies. Yeah, you could stab a motherfucker with a pencil. Yeah. Uh, It's just, I liked school a tiny bit, so, like, I feel feel weird. Like, oh, yeah, man, no more school. Uh, But I get it, though. Uh, My next one, Rockin' Down the Highway by Doobie Brothers. A lot of Uh, rockin'. Yeah, oh, yeah, two rockin' songs. Uh, Rockin' Apostrophe. Um, Greg and I discussed earlier, uh, this, uh, song by the Doobie Brothers is just China Grove, also by the Doobie Brothers, but not, not quite as good. I mean, it's, it's just a driving, okay song. Hear it all the damn time on classic rock radio. Uh, way, way too much. It's just meh. And it's like the kind of song that you'd see in a commercial for a buffet. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones that's just never jumped out to me. I can only tell what song it is. Hair Once the, the title comes up in the chorus. <coughs> Man, hair, hair in the throat. Oh, right. yeah. But, we, uh, we love coughs here on the regular show. Oh, yeah. Um, my next one, speaking of songs that I can't tell what it is until the chorus happens, You Wear It Well by Rod Stewart. You mean just Maggie Mae, but not as good. It's literally just Maggie Mae, but not as good. I'm like, oh, is this song Maggie Mae? And then he says, but you wear it well. And I'm like, okay, no, it's You Wear It Well. And that's that's what it's what what it will be forever in my eyes. Um, but you know, it's okay. Otherwise, whatevs. Yeah, Brendan no. likes other Rod Stewart songs better, much better. Yes. <laughs> uh, next one, "Your Mama Don't Dance" by Loggins and Messina, 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 Funky Cold Messina. You know, um, this song. I always think of Squeeze Box by the Who when I hear it. Just about, I don't know, parents who could be having a better time than they are. Uh, and, you know, it's a little bit of a diss song. I mean, I'm sure people getting told that your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. They're like, why well, my parents sure do do those things. My parents, uh, my dad could beat up your dad while your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. I mean, shit, I, I guess that that's like a, that's like a battle winning phrase, you know. Maybe it was had a little more weight to it at the time, but... Well, it's it, like after, you know, listening to Kenny Loggins' 80s contributions and then going back to this song, it's like listening to, I don't know, uh, some guy make a prime rib and then, uh, and then after that, taking a shit on the floor and trying to pass it off as a steak. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. To, you know, to me, Kenny Loggins is Taylor Swift. Uh, making Southern music during the first portion of the career, but all along you really belonged making pop music, and your best work comes out when you're really selling the pop. And, and I respect that a good amount of the time. Kenny Loggins is no exception. Um, but my next one, My Ding-A-Ling by Chuck Berry. Uh, for novelty purposes, as this is literally just a novelty song, I, I, I understand it, but... What's wrong with silver bells hanging on a string? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, the imagery that exists and people see all the time, you know, yeah. 
ah, you know, just knowing that Chuck Berry had some some shady things that he was uh, responsible for later in his days. Uh, 20 years later. Yeah. Knowing that his pretty much last stamp in music history was a song called My Dingaling is just funny and bad and silly. I, I don't even know yeah. how to what take to have on it. Yeah, it's definitely a song that when I heard it as a kid, I was like, this is some, something else is going on. Yeah. He's not singing about a fucking toy. Well, speaking of penis music, my last honorable mention of the 40 that I have. Uh, nah, there's seven total or whatever. Little Willie by Sweet. Uh, Sweet is a very weird band. Every one of their hit songs sound different from each other. You wouldn't even know that they're all by the same band. And usually I love that in a, in a music act. But this song, Little Willie, is literally just doo-wah diddy eight years after doo-wah diddy came out see it's funny you say that because i think it's a much better song than the ballroom blitz you know that's a very hot take i i would dispute that yeah, um well, you can but as as cheesy as uh ballroom blitz is you know little willie i don't know it's just a song that upon looking at the lyrics i've decided is about concealing a boner I mean, you tell me anything otherwise, listen to Little Willie. It's it's just, it's penis, penis music. Love penis music, but but not Little Willie. Uh, th- those are my least faves. That's, that's probably my top two or three sweet songs, but uh, yeah. Um, my first dishonorable mention, uh, Billy Preston, Will It Go Round in Circles. Whoa. I hate this fucking song with a passion. Uh, guy has some great music. This song is one of my least favorite songs of all time. Uh, I used to work at a grocery store, and at this grocery store, they'd play this motherfucking song every single shift. Didn't matter <laughs> if they were playing the 90s, the 80s, you know, the 70s. They usually stuck to themes most days, but every time I'd work, I'd hear this fucking song. Where they go around in circles. <laughs> It's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I didn't even know what the fuck he was saying half the time until I had to Google it. But, uh, God, I hate that fucking song. You're entitled to your opinion. That's, that's cool. Yeah. It, it's like your little Willie in my Will It Go Around in Circles. There you go. That, you know, that, that's yeah. fair. Good. Uh, yeah. My next one, Top of the World, The Carpenters. Uh, as a kid, I used to fucking hate the Carpenters, thought they were a shit fan, but uh, I'll tell you, you know, growing up, getting older, they got some good shit. It's, it's not all as bad as I thought it was. But Top of the World is a fucking abomination of music, and uh, it's way too happy. Uh, it's the cheesiest fucking song I've ever heard in my life. Um... Yeah, I, you know, much, much love to our parents, but I, I could imagine there's a lot of people uh, who have had the Carpenters just cheesed right up for them by their parents. Yeah. Like, like I couldn't get a proper appreciation and, until I was like, all right, this is me listening to it, not my parents. Okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, I, I, I have some moments in my friggin' uh, life that the song would play and I'm like, no. I, I ain't having it. But anyways, um, my last my last dishonorable mention, and I do kind of like this one, but it's also very fucking annoying. 
Uh, Beautiful Sunday by Daniel Boone. Not the frontiersman from uh, the 1800s or 1700s, whenever the fuck he was alive. Uh, And also not Davy Crockett, who people used to confuse with Daniel Boone. Yeah. But uh, this is that one where the guy's like, ha, 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 ha. (laughs) No. But yeah, beautiful Sunday. This is my, my, my beautiful day. When you say, 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 say that you love me, oh, oh, my, 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 it's a beautiful day. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a decent song, but God, it's the most annoying fucking song. I, I stand by that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, good shit, I'll tell you, you know, um, I think we've had enough negativity for, uh, one episode, let's get into the good shit. Man, you know what fucking sucks? Just kidding, let's get into the good shit. Uh, honorable mentions for Brendan's. Uh, first one, Think About It by Lynn Collins. This song is what is sampled in It Takes Two by MC Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Um, just a very cool, commanding, funky, dancey song. Uh, that has all them components of the song that uh, samples it like it, it is full-on like you'll think oh is any portion of this stem like an original thing by these two dudes 20 years later uh and and kind of no um but it's you know but i still love that song as i love this song um think about it by lynn collins my next one no is... relation to phil no no relation no no relation <laughs> Uh, Hold Your Head Up by Argent. Um, I believe the man whose last name is Argent who founded the band is from the Zombies. Uh, You know, with that Time of the Season song, you know. Great song. Um, Much better song than uh, Hold Your Head Up as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, I I agree. I I agree, totally. Uh, I just find that, you know... It's a very consistent and slow song, and for it being slow, it's got that arena sing-along ability to it that's, like, loud and cool, and it's got a cool, like, two-minute keyboardy organ solo throughout it, and I always love that. It's got that, like... (laughs) It's like 5 to 1 by the doors, but I think a little bit better. A little bit, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's, uh, my second honorable mention. My next one is Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon. I'm really proud of you for putting this one down because this was going to make my top 15, but I just took it out at the last second. Well, you know, there, there could be me and Julio down at the schoolyard, which is a fantastic song, but I think. Overplayed. Oh yeah, definitely. Compared to Mother and Child Reunion, because I heard this song on the radio, like, forever, but, like, sparsely, sparsely, whatever the damn word is. Sparsely. Not enough to ever be worn out on it. Um, And and it covers some pretty solid topic. Uh, Was Love Me Like a Rock in the same album? Ah, shit. Uh, Not not that I can recall, but you 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 can look that up quickly while I... uh, So the song... Uh, is inspired, that's the wrong word, but uh, by Paul Simon's dog dying. It is the first 
instance of having to deal with death that he ever had seen up to that point, allegedly. So, you know, it's interesting to hear somebody's lyrics and thoughts and whole vibe coming out of that. And, you know, relating the death of his dog to how he would feel about his wife and his general outlook on heaven and such. And it being a reggae song and kind of light-hearted sounding, I a love... A reggae song? Yeah, it's reggae! It's, I mean, when I heard it on the radio and not so hot quality, I always thought, oh, this is like twice the speed that it actually is. It's kind of driving. But no, it's kind of slow and peaceful. Um, and having that kind of a vibe with Paul Simon undergoing existential stuff, much like in You Can Call Me Al, it's like a happy-sounding song that you got to really look at the content to get a good understanding of. And as a person who prioritizes sound over meaning, I really enjoy when a song is heavier than it sounds. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that is my third honorable mention. Uh, my next one, Freddy's Dead by Curtis Mayfield. Not from... to be confused with Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, the Nightmare on Elm Street film. That's right, that's right. Much different subject matter, uh, surprisingly. Uh, nah, um... From a uh, black exploitation film called Superfly, uh, he made the soundtrack one of the few soundtracks that sold more profitably than the movie itself. Um, just a fantastic song, just talking about a character in the movie who got hit by a car and how the junky lifestyle, as you know, Cody says, we're junky a bunch of times in the song. Uh, you know, you'll end times? up like Freddy. Uh, like five, six, <laughs> some. It's not that many. Eh, yeah, not fair, fair. But just, uh, you know, just a good, kind of badass and pretty sounding uh, ode to a dead guy. Cautionary words um, in this song. Uh, my last honorable mention is You're So Vain by Carly Simon. Now this song is just an objectively important time. I mean, when you see, you know, pieces of media that are, you know, inspired or based on a person, or written about a person or whatever, you know, years down the line, you always pretty much find out who it's about. You know, the curtains come back here and there. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I personally, and I don't, I don't think I've even seen word come out who the damn song is about. And I yeah. think that little bit of mystery is very charming and, you know, makes it stand out as, like, one of those good old mysteries that just, uh, still is. So, um, let's see here. Or maybe it ain't. We'll, we'll see if, uh, if Google, uh, doesn't let us down. I mean, I don't know. I, I'll sleep easy not knowing who it's about. Uh, or, or, you know, any of that stuff. But it's just a really nice soft rock song. Yeah, uh, part of the song is about Warren Beatty, but um, Carly Simon pretty much, you know, said that there are multiple people uh, that are referred to in the song. Yeah. So it's a traveled piece of work. Um, speaking of traveled, where does uh, the subject in the song go? Saratoga, the 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 name of the place. The word horse is mentioned, so it's like, oh, she knows Saratoga's the horse place, and you know, it's just a little piece of like, oh, pop culture uh, observes that upstate New York exists, 
and ain't that fun. Sure is. But uh, yeah, there, there's my top five. Ha- I mean, I mean bo- <laughs> bottom uh, fifteen to eleven, my under five from the top ten. <laughs> hey, you know it's good shit, pal. Um, my number fifteen, smoke on the water. Yeah. Uh, some people, this is probably their favorite song. Some people, this is probably their favorite song of all time. Oh, yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. It's a great fucking song, but, like, <sighs> I have to pay respect to it. Um, oh, yeah. That riff is great. You know, this is that's usually the first riff anybody uh, learns on guitar. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the song is basically about uh, the band playing at uh, some friggin' Montreux jazz festival, and uh, there was some shit going on during a Frank Zappa concert uh, where, like, there was a big fire or something. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much the whole song. It's like <laughs> they don't—they weren't really making up a story. This was literally something that happened to them, and they're like, "Ah, and this is what happened." And it ended up being like their biggest hit. As far as I know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think "Woman from Tokyo" is a better song, but yeah. but this is like their iconic song. Uh, and also, I fucking uh, confuse Deep Purple with Blue Oyster Cult all the time. I know what both bands do, and I know what both bands are. But for some weird fucking reason, I just think of both of them simultaneously. Hey, you know they're they're both those almost prog classic rock bands with that, colors in their name that have a couple of really big big hits yeah. and and that's all you need sometimes right well it's like you know Godzilla who's that Blue Oyster Cult or Deep Purple I, I know it's Blue Oyster Cult but yeah. still <laughs> you, you get the idea anyways um 14 speaking of prog rock um from the beginning I could have also chose Roundabout, but uh, it's funny. I mix Roundabout and Crazy on You and From the Beginning. There's something about the damn guitar. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. It's like it's almost flamenco. They're they're all just very, I don't know why. And they're not. They're not that similar. But there's something about the beginning of each of those songs that I'm just like, oh, fuck, which one is it? Oh, yeah. But, uh... I don't know, I just really like uh, From the Beginning. It was always a song that stuck with me uh, back in my dad days when I was like 14, and I would just listen to classic rock all the time. And uh, Lucky Man, I I like Lucky Man even more. But, yeah, we're not talking about that right now. So, um, From the Beginning, it's it's got a bunch of great noises uh, throughout, like in the solos and stuff. I don't know what they're using, probably a synthesizer or some shit, but, uh, yeah. You say it's all clear, you are meant to be here from the beginning. It's a cool song. Um, my number 13 is a song that, uh, you know, if you, you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, I know that song. But you probably don't know who the fuck uh, sings it because it was a one-hit wonder. It's called uh, Amy by the Pure Prairie League. And uh, Sherman, our good friend Sherman, loves this fucking song. Right, oh, yeah. Yeah, Sherman. He he freaking loves that song. 
Oh yeah. Uh, you know when when they're like longer if I do. You know he he would put that at every part in the song if he could. Uh, yeah, that one just strikes just, him for some reason. What, I get it. What if that was the entire fucking song? Well, you know. Any what you want to do? I think I could stay with you for a while, maybe longer if I do. Just, <laughs> it's a great song, but uh, yeah, you know, it's a nice, funny, you know, little innocent song. But uh, oh yeah, I love that song. Great song. Um, let's see here. How many do I have left? Uh, two more. Okay. Uh, next, you know, another another song that uh, I did not appreciate as a kid, but, uh, you know, Rocky Mountain High, not to be confused with Rocky Mountain Way by Joe, Joe Walsh, but uh, mm, yes, yes. Rocky Mountain High by John Denver, um, who, I don't think that was his real name, but uh, he loved Colorado. And this song, yeah, it was Duschendorf was his real name, but uh, yeah. Huh. No wonder he changed it to Denver. Anyways, <laughs> um, this is one of the official state songs of Colorado. People love um, marijuana in Colorado, so this song is definitely uh, appropriate. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know. <laughs> Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, I see rain fire in the sky. I love it. Um,. They, yeah, Colorado. They say Colorado a bunch of times, but um, it's good shit. Anyways, uh, number eleven, dude. I feel like uh, we've missed so many opportunities to talk about Neil Young. Yeah. And uh, finally, I think this is our chance. Um, <clears throat> but. Our good friend Ken, he had a great joke. Uh, he was like, Neil Young, more like Neil Old. And uh, I don't know why, but that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. That, yes, I agree. And, uh, you know, I, I love Neil Young. He's got some great stuff. Uh, he's been freaking everywhere. He's been in a lot of different bands. You know, he's great as a solo artist. But uh, he's got one of those voices that's really weird. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> old man. My number eleven is old man. Yeah. Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just you know, it's a very interesting song about perspective and basically, uh, you know, we all go through the aging cycle. And, um, you know, I want someone to love me the whole day through. Pretty much. Just like you are now, somebody was before you. You know, and yeah. it's a circle of life, and uh, yeah, just it's a great song. Um, I loved his early '70s stuff. Oh yeah, and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, I think, was their best iteration. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Uh, shout out to Rockin' in the Free World, which I don't think we had on our top ten lists. For 87. 87. I think. Or was it 88? I think, you know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah. Shout out to Neil Young. We love the guy. Uh, he's got some great shit. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, 
those those are the big uh, the big five that aren't in my top ten. Nice, nice, nice. I had to be here. I did the same thing you did. Oh yeah, you're close. It's tempting. I know. You know, we could say, though, that was the top five. This is the end of the podcast. That's all you needed to hear about no. 1772. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, let's dive on in. Yeah, uh, number 10 is Perfect Day by Lou Reed. Uh, this oh, you didn't go for Walk on the Wild Side. Huh? No, no. And, you know, as much as I love that song and get behind it all day, uh, you know, Perfect Day is you know a standard guilty pleasure but it ain't even a guilty pleasure you know like he you know Lou Reed known for tackling some wacky topics by regular standards being sarcastic and ironic and all that shit very artsy fartsy and that but perfect day is just a regular sincere happy hopeful sounding song about enjoying a time out with a loved one and feeling loved and people have speculated over the years is this song about being an ode to heroin or something and if you listen to the song and listen to the lyrics and imagine that it's about a drug it's almost kind of funny because it's a little bit ridiculous as uh, Lou Reed is you know quoted to have said along the lines of no it's just a regular happy song i wrote about my girlfriend or uh, whatever he did um duran duran have an excellent cover of this um but yeah no just a really pretty thoughtful song uh that just sounds good and i like it all right sounds good yeah that's number 10 number 10 my number 10 Oh Girl by the uh, Chai Lights, Chi Lights. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. Fucking love it. Oh girl, I'd be in trouble if you left me now. You know, I fucking love that song. But, oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a classic. Um, Paul Young. You know Paul Young? Every time you go away. Yeah. He, that's also a cover of a Hall & Oates song, but he covered this song. Ah, yeah, but this is the original. This is the OG, O girl, and uh, those are the initials of the song too. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, just you know, it's one of those uh, songs about codependence, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I really do enjoy it though. It's it's a great song. Uh, it's one of the classics. Hell yeah! But um, yeah, number nine. Number nine, Papa Was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. Oh, yeah. Do you like this song more than the cover of The Rolling Stone? I, you know, of all the Rolling Stone songs, not to mention that The Rolling Stones had one of the biggest albums ever that year, nothing jumped out from that one. But Rolling Stone in the title of songs, yes, Papa Was a Rolling Stone, all, all day way better, in my opinion. Um, good, hot, heavy subject matter addressing, uh, growing up, not knowing your father and hearing only really bad stuff about him, uh, your whole life. Uh, but going about it in a pretty song form that has just got rhythm all day. Um, I love that line. And when he died, all he left us was alone. 
Yeah. I'm like, man, that is shitty. Well, that, I mean, that's like a positive spin almost. I mean, would you really want to be associated with the with the the topic of the su- the freaking subject? That's the word. Yeah, the no. Topic. That's what we call people. Um, yeah, nah, uh, just like a freaking long ass song. Yeah. If you're listening to whatever album version there is, like almost four minutes of just some some groovy trumpet solo uh wah wah and you know opening mm-hmm. the wah wah yeah uh fun fun shit but good good topics um but iconic classic song papa was a rolling stone number nine which which rolling stone do you think he was i i'd guess keith richards you know that sounds about right oh yeah and i think it's actually a cover I think it's a cover of uh, the Undisputed Truth, or or at least they wrote it or something. There, there's something there, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you can't dispute it, it's got to be true. Oh yeah. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Um, Doctor My Eyes by Jackson Brown. This was uh, like his first album. I'm pretty sure. Um, Rock Me on the Water was also on this album, but I, I just fucking love Jackson Brown. I think uh, he's one of the best singer-songwriters of uh, the last 50 years, and um, I don't know. I just feel like this song is great. It's like a dude who's fucking seen a lot of shit, you know? Doctor, my eyes have seen the years in the slow parade of fears without crying. Now I want to understand, but uh, yeah, just you know, bunch of shit. Seeing all the evil and the good, Doctor, what the fuck is going on? Am I seeing what I'm seeing? You know that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, and just the state of the world, you know. But uh, yeah, I love the end. It's like Doctor, my eyes cannot see the sky. Is this the prize for having learned how not to cry? Is this the prize? That's very funny. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's good shit. Oh, yeah. Really good song. Uh, number eight. Uh, Summer Breeze by Seals and Crofts. Another shout out to my good pal Sherman. He loves this song, as do I. It's just a chill ass, pretty song. Boat Y'all music. heard it. Boat music all day. Uh, yeah, I really do not know too much what I could say about it. I mean, the dude, either either Mr. Seals or Mr. Crofts, always with the beret and the glasses looking like a painter. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's fun. Um, dude looks like he should be doing slam poetry in a cafe. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's the exact vibe of the song, and, and I eat it right up. Um, yeah, nah, just an iconic deal, uh, Summer Breeze right there, y'all know it, the number eight. Oh yeah, also used, uh, in copious amounts in the Vacation, uh, reboot, mm. back in like 2012 or whenever that movie came out. Yeah. Um, number eight, Alone Again Naturally, uh, Gilberto Sullivan, really sad fucking song. Uh, about being alone, which is something I could always relate to, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I always enjoyed it, it was a really good, uh, good song, you know, 
In a little while from now, if I'm not feeling any less sour, I promise myself to treat myself and visit a nearby tower. And all that shit. And, you know, just really sad fucking song. Uh, but, I don't know. I, I love the sad shit. I love the sad songs. Sad songs are good sometimes. And, uh, this dude fucking wrote this song, he produced it, and, like, it blew up. This was a huge fucking song. Oh, yeah. Top to Billboard Hot 100 for four weeks. And then, uh, again, in, uh, two months later, like... Alan Bismarcky, dude, he sampled this song without his permission. And then uh, this was a friggin' like, huge precedent. The judge ruled that all song samples must be pre-approved by the song's copyright holders, changing music sampling laws forever. So uh, a lot of artists got cucked by this guy. But, yeah. Uh, well, you know, or not cucked, depending on the perspective of you know the sampler or the sampley. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, crazy shit, man. I just yeah, I love this song. But uh, number seven, dude. Number seven. Uh, "Use Me" by Bill Withers. Uh, "Lean on Me" was also from this year, uh, which is arguably a more important, bigger song. But you know, I've just heard it so much in my lifetime. I just, I just never want to hear it again. But I, I love oh, and respect it. It's but, okay. But you know, it. I've had too much of "Lean on Me," but "Use Me." is a more fresh song to me and it's got a really sick pretty complex rhythm going on with a nice repeated bass line that just sounds like such waiting music it's as waiting music as it gets oh yeah it's very muzak it's like elevator music and you know it's a pretty direct being used for the intercourse and all that such jazz sentiment uh that you know it's a very tired song in its uh vein. not as tired as lean on me huh oh yeah you know i i i get down with this brand and a, a little a little bit more it's, it's a little more real you know what i mean oh, so yeah. so i i like the style of it very much so um it does stand out use me by bill withers what is your number seven um, Brandy, you're a fine girl by The Looking Glass. Uh, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, this song was also used in copious amounts. But, uh, oh, yeah. There's man. a port on a western bay, and it says a hundred ships a day. You know, the yeah. dude with the bubble in his throat, freaking fantastic. Right, Shaggy from uh, Shaggy Music, he. He was the singer. No, For, yeah, not. shaggy music. <laughs> yeah, you know, shaggy music. But, uh, dude, this song is just about a lady who uh, serves them whiskey and wine. Should have said, Brandy, you're a fine girl, but a good wife you would be. But, yeah, I fucking love it. I don't know. It's it's also boat music. Oh, yeah. You know? And uh, just, yeah, this lady's like, you know, your eyes can drive the sailors from the sea. Like, oh yeah, dude, I love it. Um, if if the old radio and all those AM radio compilation discs didn't burn brandy into your brain, then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two did. But it belongs there. It's damn oh, yeah. good. It's a great fucking song. Um, 
And, you know, she basically just, uh, all these guys come through and they tell her, man, I'd love to make you my wife, but, uh, you know, the sea calls. And, you know, uh, the friggin' last verse in the damn song, uh, at night when the bars close down, Brandy walks through a silent town and loves a man who's not around. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's so sad. Oh, you yeah. Know, she still yearns for, uh, someone to take her hand but uh yeah it's great great story song yes and boat music of course we love boat music at the regular show oh yeah big year for boat music big year for boat the 70s is the boat decade oh yeah like they really reinvented the boat they really did experience that uh, a lot that, of man in the boat action going on in the who, 70s who whoa <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, they, there's 17-year-olds out there listening to this uh, show, you know? I hope not. I put explicit on the damn uh, record. Uh, uh, yeah, Kids are I, cool. I, yeah, man. I remember when I was a kid, I was cool. I would listen to the explicit shit. Man, when I was 16, I came so close to eating a cigarette, I was a fucking badass. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, yeah. Oh, well, they are delicious. No, no don't, don't eat cigarettes, kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Number six, Frankenstein by Edgar Winter Group. Oh, man, what are the words to that one? Come on and take a free ride. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Edgar Winter, yeah. Uh, also from the same year, you know, but Frankenstein. Related I... to Johnny Winter, his brother. Really? Yes. Cool. Big, big uh, season. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Frankenstein, no words song. Always got to have one or two no words songs on a list. Um, just an iconic. And everybody knows that riff. It's fantastic. And you just got some wacky ass solos with the pew 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 when the laser sounds and the keyboard shit and the drum solo or two. And it's like, th this is just pulling out all the stops for a good length instrumental track that that has radio play. Uh, and oh, you yeah. don't get that so often, but, I mean, you listen to it and you understand why. Oh, it, it's a classic. It's a, you know, it was a staple of the 70s. And uh, Edgar Winter was a funny looking dude, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. He, he looked like Winter. Oh, yeah. He really did. He dude looked like the Ice King. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Frankenstein, fun listen. Number six. Do you like Frankenstein or Jessica Moore by uh, the Allman Brothers? Shit. May, are... You know, maybe Jessica a tiny bit. Really? Yeah. I like Frankenstein more, but uh, yeah. My number six was your number eight. Yeah. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. But, uh, yeah, man, friggin' this song, I used to hate it as a kid, I'll tell you, just cheesiest fucking song, but, uh, you know, as time went on, I really got into it. To the curtains hanging in the kitchen, on the evening on Friday night. I'm just yeah. throwing words together, but, yeah. Hey, you know, but I those know. verses got a flow that sticks <laughs> with do. you, you know? It, it works out, it works out. They really uh, know how to write songs, like Diamond Girl and uh, Summer Breeze, and I don't know anything else. That they did. Yeah, the other ones, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Seals, who do you think would win in a fight, Seals or Crofts? 
you know, yeah. soul, souls or crafts. <laughs> it's you know? funny because we don't even know which one is which, but um, do you think that if it was a tag team match between them and Hollow Notes, who do you think would win that? It, you know, if I could come off, come up with any duo that's sewing something in something, they would win. I think Hollow Oates would win because I don't know if you've seen Oates, but the dude's fucking jacked. All I he's, know is he's got some veiny fucking forearms, man. Oh yeah, he 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 emerged as the hot seventy-year-old over oh, yeah. the years. Uh, oh yeah, but anyway, in that matchup, Loggins and Messina definitely loses. Yeah. They, oh yeah. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then Emerson Lake and Palmer shows up in an unfair fight. <laughs> yeah, that just ain't fair. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's you know we're down to the top five, man. I can't believe it. Yes. We made it this far. Number five, "Do It Again" by Steely Dan. Another song I had to take off the top fifteen to make room for something else. No, you know I get that. This song is a long song. It feels pretty long, but I invite it to do so. It's also uh, music. It's music. It's waiting music. You know, the the verses and everything sound the same throughout. There's nothing like building up about it, but that's what makes it groovy and chill and waiting music. In the um, morning you go gunning for the man who stole your water. Yeah, and... The verses follow the very same melody I I find as TNT by ACDC does. See me ride out on that sunset on your color TV screen. You know, it's close though. Close enough. If you guys listen to both songs at the same time, you'll be like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, But do it again. You know, long song. What's the song about? Some jet. I mean, I mean, you know what? I couldn't even tell you, and I've heard it so many times. The song's about vices. Yeah. And the danger of addiction. Man, Steely Dan, always hitting with the hard shit, but you wouldn't be able to tell because the songs just sound so nice. So, you know, okay. And I'm <laughs> glad you, you didn't have Reeling in the Years, because, God, that's another one that... I, you know, that song, I like Reeling in the Years because it's got some sick guitar solos, but other than that, it sounds like prime old people music you, about you being You know who old. hates that song? Our dad. That's right, shout out to dad. He knows. He, he, yeah. I, I'm sure he appreciates the song and, and doesn't, doesn't want to, doesn't want to listen to it too much. And you know, just, just the same with any of us. It sounds so old, and it's right at the start of Steely Dan. Ain't that funny? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Name. get the shit out of the way quick. Oh, yeah. J- named after the giant dildo from the William S. Burroughs uh, novel, and you yeah. wouldn't think that these guys had ever touched a swear word in their lives. Right. Um, yeah, number yeah. five. You're so vain. Yeah. Carly Simon. Uh, Carly Simon is great. We love Carly Simon at the regular show. Um, you know, it's funny. It's funny just how much of her music has, like, really made an impact, you know, personally on me uh, through the years. And uh, this is a great song, you know. I you hear it everywhere. I used to hear it all the time at my old job. I hear it sometimes at my new job. I hear it... Uh, you know, everywhere I go. But uh, it doesn't get old. 
You e? think you know, you bet you think the song is about you, don't you, don't you. And it's like, yeah, but you know, it doesn't get old. Love it. Oh, yeah. Well, but, it was that guy, Mick Jagger, in the uh, background there. Yeah. Because you can tell the distinct way he says, you. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he's yeah. very yeah. heavy on the Y. <laughs> no. Die, Coke. Go listen to the John Mulaney, uh, was it Comeback Kid or was it uh, Kid Gorgeous? Yeah, what is the, the first, yeah, Kid, Kid Gorgeous. Oh, oh, shit, maybe it was the later one. Ah, cock. I think it was the Comeback Kid, but it's on Netflix. Go watch it. He's got a great bit on uh, fucking... Mick, Mick Jagger Mick and Diet, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah. And then a guy <laughs> throws a Diet Coke in. Right. Anyways. Um, you know, yeah, You're So Vain, fucking great song. Um, clouds in my coffee. She's saying, you know, she's saying about clouds in my coffee. <laughs> yeah. That never made any sense to me, but you know, a lot of things don't make sense to me. Well, you know, you gotta have a little abstract stuff to spice up a song, you know. Oh yeah, but uh, shout out to Carly Simon, great, great, great artist. Uh, oh, number yeah. four. Number four, Greg's favorite song. Will It Go Round in Circles by Billy oh, Preston. Man, I'm just so happy it's not number one. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, I ain't got no song, ain't got th- no melody. This song consists of verses that are repeated once every time. I got a song that ain't got no melody, I'm gonna sing it to my friends. And I wrote a dance that ain't got no steps, gonna let the music move me around. I wrote a story that ain't got no morals, let the bad guy win every once in a while. Just, you know, phrases that it's like, you know, I I did a thing and maybe it had an aspect of it that isn't, uh, that is a core part of the thing, but I didn't need it, you know. And it's not a bad song. Like, objectively, it's really not a bad song at all. I just don't want to ever fucking hear it again. Yeah, you know, that that's fair. That's fair, you know. I love the song. I haven't, you know, I didn't work in a grocery store, so I, I never, you know, I, I probably was spared of having it hammered into me to a detrimental point. But I think, you know, it's got a lot of soul and force behind it in some of the parts. You know, it, it progresses uh, in, a, in a building up way a tiny bit, you know. He uh, he says, will it go round in circles? Like, like he just yells the word circles really angrily <laughs> during the last... Bird in the sky. And, and, you know, and he's showing off a little bit of chops toward the end there, too. It's right. like, you know, you, he's, he's really selling that chorus one last time, and you know, it's one of my favorite Billy Preston songs. Much love for the man. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Will it go around in circles? Do you think he's related to Bill S. Preston Esquire from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yes. Yes, I, I think do. so. <laughs> um, yeah, number four? Number four. All right. Uh, my number four, Superstition, Stevie Wonder. Uh, this is probably Brennan's number one, but uh, I don't know. I like to make bombastic allegations. You know, you're, you're on to something, but but almost. Oh. Yeah, fucking this song, man. I'll, I remember the first time I heard it was Keenan and Kel, Two Heads Are Better Than None, and the monkey could play the piano, and then he played <laughs> Superstitious. Of course, yeah, of course. Remember? I mean, that, when oh, they, they go to the fucking like, museum of weird shit. I mean, I, I don't specifically remember, but I, I can imagine. It was playing Chopsticks, and then... They were like, ah, play Superstitious, and it starts playing Superstitious. Very superstitious, writings on the wall. Fucking love it, man. Oh, yeah. But, uh, 
you know, it, it it is what it is. It's singing the song about bad luck and all that shit and like all the stuff you don't want to do on Friday the thirteenth. Uh Yeah. I, I just love it. Something about the baby broke the looking glass. Yeah. Seven years bad luck. Bitches in the past. He doesn't Some, say bitches in the past. Something about eating ass, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrible. But uh no dude fuck you believe in things that you don't understand. Yeah. It. It's a good song. Fun fucking song. Fun fucking. But, uh, song. Down, down to the big three, man. Three. Down to the big three. Number three. Rocket Man by Elton John. Oh, yeah. Johnny uh, Rockets. Yeah. Uh, this song. Everybody on earth has heard it. It is a very good, deep, pretty, reflective, self-introspective uh, song about where Elton John was in his life at that point in relation to what is an objectively good thing. Well, you know, like like where it is to objectively be good in life and how he ain't there right now. Um, so it hits really hard. Uh, you know... That he's just living over the top, and you know needs to he needs to come down, and he ain't down right now, uh, where he needs to be. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure other other peeps could spread this could shed some light on uh, more of the lyrical importance of it, but I I got much love and respect for it. Um, one of the best Elton John songs out there. Uh, yeah. Not number three. Funny guy, dude. He, uh, he, when he hosted Saturday Night Live, you remember that? Oh, yeah. He, uh, he was good. He was great. Um, good shit. My number three is Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Uh, great song, man. Um, Ziggy play guitar. <laughs> Jamming good with Bill and Gillian Spiders from Mars He played it left hand He played it too far but, I don't know I, I fucking love it man Well hung in Snow White tan What what does that even mean? <laughs> like he, he's well got hung? a No I'm just kidding he, He's got a big penis and tans well I mean shit he's a Snow freaking champ Oh well I mean that that's some that's some crispy to me. I, I don't understand I what's going on there. He's describing himself, but hey, you know. Yeah, because if you've seen uh, if you've seen Labyrinth, you know that he was wearing some pretty pretty tight pants. But uh, oh yeah, he you know he's known to embrace a character oh, if yeah. we know it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Enough about David Bowie's penis. Um, great song, great fucking song. Um, this was on. Was this the one on uh, Guitar Girl? This, this this was on Guitar Hero two, two? or the yeah yeah one or two maybe even number Fuck, one maybe one but yeah dude just oh yeah I love it oh yeah uh, Ziggy started and that was his big like uh, character that he was doing back at back at the beginning of that time. Oh yeah, that that album Z- Ziggy Stardust and the infinitely long title in the Ants from Mars, whatever the fuck else uh, is in the title, long title, but uh, amazing album there. All right, not to be confused with Ziggy uh, from Lazy Town. Yes, uh, Ziggy from Lazy Town is uh, 
known to be a far more interesting uh, character, as as you will uh, learn the audience from eventually getting around to watching Lazy Town, as we all will. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, Re- rest in song. peace, Mister. Uh, freaking yes, and and uh, fuck, well, Robbie Rotten. Robbie Rotten, yeah, dude. Yes. Um, number yeah. two. Great fucking song. Oh yeah. Suffragette City was also on that. Um, and Starman. Oh yeah. No, amazing stuff. Uh, did you like the Moon Man song from Rick and Morty? Moon Man is a sore top. Great. No, no, uh, what, uh, for, uh, freaking. Goodbye, Moon Man. The, uh, uh fucking. Cleared, uh, yeah, yeah. You know. That, that was a funny the one. The Flight of the Concords guy. Yeah, oh, I remember now, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. That was a funny episode. That was a great fucking episode. Man, what a funny show. Good right. show, guys, you know. I, I'm sure, Good you know. Good show! I'm sure, you know, show flies under the radar. Not everyone knows about it. Rick, have you ever heard of Rick and Morty? <laughs> pickle Rick, man. Funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Funniest shit I've ever seen. He turns himself into Pickle. Holy shit, fuck. Oh, you should see it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust, number three. All right. Number two. Throwback to a couple minutes ago. Superstition by Steve wow. V. Wow. Steve V. Wonder. Oh, yeah. Um... Very important, very funky song. Um, I got to play a nice little arrangement of this in jazz band during my senior year, so that was pretty fun. Oh yeah, doing doing that all you know, because it wasn't a very hard thing to do on the trumpet, but it was a prominent thing to do. So I got to hog a little bit of spotlight. It was fun, but um, so you got to Hogwarts. Yeah. Oh yeah. From Harry Potter. Harry Potter. in it? Big year for Stevie Wonder. Put out two big albums in that why. year. I wonder why. Ah, man, what was he? He got to, he was really, you know, not under a specific label or whatever anymore or whatever. And he, I, I forgot what the story was, but, you know, when he had the five amazing albums there. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, close runner-up is, uh, what, what was it, uh, uh you, you Are the uh, Everything or whatever you got You there. are the sunshine of my life. Fuck, that's right, what, what was yeah. the artist saying? F- fucking up that with, uh, well, You Are the Sunshine of My Life. I listened to that today, and, you know, because I, I didn't recognize it by the title, but it's got, like, a haunting, uh, you know, melody there with the, with the keyboard or whatever that kind of reminds me of Daniel by Elton John. I, I associate those two super closely, and I just feel like yeah. I'm onto something. Um, you Are the Sunshine of My Life is, like, music. Yeah, and I freaking love that waiting music. But Superstition, uh, just, just really... Uh, you know, supersedes so many things. It is just a good ass song. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget. I always gotta mention when I talk about superstition. You know, heavy hot topic for Brendan. Uh, American Idol. Uh, oh yeah. When you're watching American Idol, I I will comfortably say, and I have looked at no statistics. Superstition has to be one of the top two songs in auditions for American Idol. If not The House of the Rising Sun and then maybe Somewhere Over the Rainbow and Amazing Grace like Superstition has like I have heard that too many 
a, an annoying number of times on American Idol. I mean, like, I get it. It is a song in which to showcase the singing chops. It's just a well-rounded, fantastic song. But, like, just just come up with another audition song, please. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, much love. Superstition, Stephen Wonder. Uh, what about you, Greg? What's near number two? All right. My number four, right? No, but uh, oh, if you've seen Jim Croce, he looks like Borat. Yes. He really does. Look him up. Guy's a fucking legend. Brendan, what song is my number two? You know, I almost had that Operator song on my list, but you got time in, a, time in a Bottle. Or or, or you don't. Do you That's not have Jim? You don't, you, got, you don't mess around with Jim? No, I have time in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was his second and last number one hit. Um, you know, it came out, it was recorded in 72, came out on the album in 72, uh, but they, you know, it yeah. got its peak in 73. Um, and it's it's not funny at all because he died in a plane crash and, you know, the song is all about um, how, you know, time is really fucking precious. And uh, it's one of those songs that I, I can't listen to it too much because it does make me existential and uh, sad. It makes me really fucking sad, but uh, I don't know. There's something about it that just—it's an important song, and uh, people should listen to it. Oh yeah, you Jim Croce's got that way of conveying emotions in a very raw but pretty manner at the same time. Yeah, just a great, great love song, and uh, yeah, there never seems to be enough time to do things you want to do once you find them. Um, so, you know, make every day count and, uh, do the thing, you know, jump down the staircase, uh, you know, skateboard on the roof, like do all the cool shit that you can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, right. It sounds like I was about to cry, but I'm like just making up <laughs> stupid shit to do. <laughs> Just fucking jump out of a plane without a parachute, man. <laughs> no, Dude, no, no. Follow no, your dreams. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. But Stick yeah. a fork what in a... the wall, not no, the socket, be... just the wall itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool shit. <laughs> oh, what yeah. a beautiful fucking song, though. I, like, I have such a hard time staying serious and solemn because I have to be funny. Hey man, this is the regular show where we talk about fucking. Am I right, guys? Y'all, y'all like oh, fucking. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. But uh, that was my yeah, that was my number two. Not, you know, that's a wonderful number two. I admire that number two. And it's also like it sounds very baroque, like a, like a classical you know music. Oh yes. Yeah. To it, I think there's like some harpsichordies or something. Oh yeah, he he is going full intentionally pretty on this song, and it deserves every right to be viewed as a conventionally pretty piece. But also, uh, look up Jim Croce. He looks like Borat, and there's a video um, where he's singing "Bad Badly" Roy Brown, and uh, if you, I can't remember. Well, it was like yeah. the tragic story of Jim Croce. It's like a four minute video by, uh, not Vice, one of those. Um, you know, popular video channels, and if you watch it with subtitles on, uh, they do not get the accurate words at all. 
Yes, uh, granted that the subtitles were auto-generated, you might even be able to find it just under whatever video on YouTube you know, contains the song. Uh, it read, you know, when he's saying meaner than a junkyard dog, it says Vina Vana Ja Ja Da. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is the new words to it? So, so now those are the new words that we uh, sing with the song. But man, uh, yeah. old King Kong, Vina Vina, ja ja ja. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. God damn, that's so funny. But um, oh yeah, Brendan, your big number one. It's Brandy, you're a fine girl. Number one is not Brandy, you're a fine girl, but it is a similarly kind of sad song. Hello, it's me. Oh, Todd by Rundgren. the God Todd Rundgren. I completely forgot about. The, wait, did you have Brandy or Fine Girl at all? I did not. Have it How the fuck? It would, it would have been like an honorable mention, but like, I mean, I was certain it was gonna be on your list, so it's like, you know, we mm-hmm. would touch it, but you know, it's just enough to hang around the the top, you know, fifteen to eleven mark for me. So I'll, you know, I, there's others out there. So so anyway, hello, it's me is the first song that Todd Rundgren wrote, allegedly. Uh, He had a music act band thing called Naz in the late 60s, and the song was originally recorded in 1968 with that band. Uh, In my opinion, it did not sound all that good. It had yet to be... Not not, not Nas or or Nas, uh, but Naz with, with, with a couple of Zs, like Taz, but Naz. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, it was just like kind of loud and, you know, sound dynamic wise too much, uh, for me, but re-recorded solo in 1972 as a mid-tempo thing, like it is the pinnacle of mid-tempo songs that are sad, but kind of get overshadowed by the, the sound of it, like, um, it's a breakup song, uh, you know, thinking about what connection to have or not have to a person that has just been let go, or that broke up with you, or whatever the direction is of it, it is just a halfway yearning time, and I freaking get down with it. It's just got a nice rhythm, and nice organ stuff going on, some horns in it, it's just you're finding some instrumentation in it that is just interesting and sounds really good and goes with the emotion of the song so that some moments can just really jump out at you. And I find it to be a masterpiece. Uh, Something Anything, the double album that this came off of, is one of my favorite ever. Um, I liked it more than... Uh... Saw the, I saw the light. light huh? I I would have even tied it with it. I just like it a tiny bit more. Saw the light is an amazing song. I mean, I, I think I think it's like what an ode to Carol King or something. It's taking her uh, sound and really yeah, honoring it. Um, it does sound very similar to uh, I feel the earth move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, um, freaking fantastic album. But hello, it's me. Right toward the end of it is is the highlight for me. Um, as it is for many a person. Um, very close song. One of my absolute favorites ever. I I just love it. Um, it's it's almost like the opposite of Sylvia's Mother by Doctor Hook and the Medicine Band, which came out the same year. Yeah. Remember that song about a phone call? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that song about a phone call is much more 
decisively sad, like... And the operator says 40 cents more for the next three minutes. Like, like, hello is me is a, is a consensus and a mindset, and Sylvia's mother is just telling a sad story that just is freaking, man, that having to pay 40 cents for another full minute on a phone, I mean, who's got that kind of money, you know, when you're just trying to talk to a girl and then your mom keeps telling you, anyway, hello, it's me, I love it, if y'all haven't heard it, give it a listen, and you'll get it. Um, I right. love it. Good Number shit. one. Good song. Yeah, it, it is. I like Bang on the Drum all day more, but I, I'm also a simpleton. So. Yeah, yeah. It's okay uh, to be a simpleton. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honky Chateau was the name of the album. Oh, uh, yeah. Elton John, we've heard me talk about him at great lengths with a uh, good friend Riley, guest of the show. Uh, so if you haven't heard of that episode, go check it out with Riley and I. Uh, had a lot of fun recording that one. Um, Brendan's number five, three, three, three. Number three. Fuck. Man, I should have predicted it. I could have. Number three. Could've Rocket seen. Man. She packed my bags last night. Pretty flight. Zero hour. Not again. Fucking love it, man. Um. You know, Elton John is one of those dudes that uh, he's just—he's always been around. He's always been around fifty plus years of fantastic music, and I don't know why, but this song just always stuck with me. Uh, this ended up being my what? Uh, what the hell is it? Uh, number two? No, number three. Yeah, this is my number three all-time favorite Elton John song. But uh, for 1972, I just, you know, couldn't think of any song that I liked more than uh, Rocket Man. Oh, that is fair. That's a, that's a strong number one. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, what, what, can there's, what can I say about that hasn't been said? William Shatner's cover's great. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know... The movie, they made the damn movie and used the song uh, as the title of the movie. Um, it's a great song. If you haven't heard it, go fucking listen to it. Like, what are you waiting for? You've heard it. If you're listening to the regular show, you're probably over the age of five, and you've heard Rocket Man. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, great fucking song. Um... Shout out to Brendan. Thank you for coming on the show. And we had pretty similar, uh, yeah, I'd say of all the songs on our list, we probably had, what, five, six songs? We we had uh, Rocket Man and Superstition, and that's it. No, and, and You're So Vain. And Summer Breeze. Oh, yeah. Okay, four. Yeah, all right. Oh, well, no, I mean, we'll go around in circles two. was on your Dishonorable, so I guess that kind of... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. That's what I always say. Uh, and if we didn't have some some fairly varying lists, would this even be a fun thing to listen to? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure your question is this a fun thing to listen to as it is? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
But, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you guys to uh, listening to the show. We always appreciate it. Uh, give us a shout. Check us out. We're on all the social medias. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. OnlyFans. No, no we're not on OnlyFans yet. But uh, It's in the works. All right. All right. Um, I hope you guys look looking at my feet. Anyways, uh, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, uh, rate us five stars on uh, iTunes, uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, the whole nine yards. Um, we've had listeners everywhere, uh, five different continents, um, South America, Europe, Asia, North America, Australia, just waiting on Africa and Antarctica at this point. Well, you know, Antarctica, I know there's at least 7 million penguins there. One of them has got a like podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, just thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on The Gregular Show. Brendan, any last words? Uh, Fingers. Alrighty, Seacrest out.